0: I'm here with Nicole Hushleray, someone who is currently the vice chairwoman of the Monroe County Democratic Committee, someone who's been involved in politics from the local level to the congressional level for over 10 years, the current Aranda Coit, town councilwoman? That's what it is, right? town
1: board. Town town board. board, Yes, we
0: do. Um, And then the woman who also served as my campaign manager and was very successful towards the end of my campaign. Fun stuff. So let's jump in. Why did you get involved in politics?
1: Um, Super, super cheesy. I was in college. Uh, It was right before Obama started running for president the first time around. And he was talking to my generation about how we weren't going to be able to get jobs right out of college and buy houses and cars the same way our parents and grandparents did. And to be honest, I was sort of scared into it.
0: So you're worried about your future and you thought, maybe I can affect my future if I just get involved myself. Yeah, there you go. But you also were inspired by Obama.
1: I was. Who wasn't?
0: You loved, you went to his uh, inauguration. I've heard you talk about it before.
1: I did. That was fast forwarding a bit after um, working on a congressional campaign, but I did, I did work for Obama's campaign briefly um, with the Rochester for Obama organization before jumping on my first congressional race in 2008.
0: So your first congressional race is kind of infamous. Not, <laughs> not, not that you were running, but the, the, you were working on a campaign for a, for a candidate, yes. Eric Massa.
1: Yes, there's, who, our, there's a Saturday Night Live skit out there about him, so
0: But Riding. you believed in Eric, and you've told me in the past it was a great experience being a young person, driving all around Kingdom Come, fighting for Eric. And before you say anything, I, I've met a lot of people who loved him and were um, tr- tremendously disappointed. Well, of course, people
1: worked. He, um, you know, he didn't win in two thousand six. He ran two cycles, and a lot of people put in a lot of blood, sweat, and tears. So, of course, it's heartbreaking when uh, a public figure lets us down in that way. Um, no, I mean, Eric was was great because he could put anything in layman's terms, and uh, people in the southern tier wanted a representative who was not only going to listen to them but could communicate with them without. Talking at them like like they
0: were better than them, and I
1: think
0: not that's... talking down to them, but mm-hmm. really communicating yeah. complex terms in a way people can understand. Mm-hmm. But he had a problem. Obviously, he um, did. he, uh, he what, what can we say? I mean, he uh, had trouble with some of his subordinates. He har- harassed is the right word. The uh, the,
1: the uh, I mean, the allegations uh, were were yes that he had some inappropriate relationships um, with some. Young male staffers, but um,
0: so I com- can neither
1: confirm or deny any of that. I just know that he, he ended up resigning.
0: So coming into this, into politics, mm-hmm. you had this idealistic view, right? Yes. And you had an idealistic view and you came into politics, but you got burned.
1: Um, yeah, I mean, nobody wants their first job out of college to be working for a disgraced congressman. Life goes on. Some of us still manage to continue working in politics. And, you know, my family questions why I did after that. They think I'm a little crazy, but look what happens. I meet great candidates like you down but, the line.
0: But you had nothing to do with what he did. You were you were doing things the right way. I mean, you, it's kind of sad because all those young people who believed in him and worked so hard in his campaign had to go through that. Uh, I, I'm kind of, I think it's great that you endured and, and how did you endure? What, what, what happened next?
1: Um, I mean, uh, I jumped around on a few different congressional campaigns. I worked on um, Matt Zeller's race. Matt ran after Eric resigned. He was, the, um, he was Tom Reed's first challenger. Um, actually, that was before Tom Reed won. Um, and Matt did actually quite well in 2010 when very few Democrats did. There was not a blue wave that year obviously. And you're still
0: close with him, I think.
1: Yes, he's a he's a good friend. Um so I bounced around on several congressional campaigns like you do when you're young in politics and then I ended up on Kathy Hochul's race in 2011 after she won the special election in what is now the 27th congressional district. And you right. love Kathy Hochul? I do. She is a she is a wonderful public servant and d- definitely someone I've always looked up to.
0: You learned a lot working with Kathy. Absolutely, and mm-hmm. and I can see you're fiercely loyal to Kathy.
1: Sure. Yeah, I've worked with her on and off. Um, I I work as a consultant now. Actually, Kathy encouraged me to to begin political consulting after her race in 2012, and I've worked with her on and off ever since.
0: I've never heard you speak about anybody with as much respect as you speak about Kathy.
1: She um I mean I mean look it's it's not easy being a woman coming up through the political ranks in Western New York. It's not something we talk about on a regular basis, but particularly decades ago, right, when she's getting her, her start and she's um, you know, she's done really well and for the right reasons. She she truly loves public service and I think I think you do too. And I think that's why you and I meshed so well because I know you were in this for the right reasons.
0: So we'll talk about you working on my campaign, but I wanna talk <laughs> about your whole thing with you ran for you ran for local office, you you you've done that, you've moved on to the, Different be, things. Uh, I don't want to say. I don't want to say better things. Cause local office is great, but you now the vice chair of Monroe County yes, for the Democratic Committee. Yes, very why right. did you decide to do that instead of running for Rondacoy Coy town, town Board again?
1: Um, you know, as much as I've enjoyed being a real life Leslie Nope in my hometown over the last four and a half years, um, I think four and a half years on a town board personally was enough for me. Um, I'm I travel a lot. I'm very busy with my consulting work with. Um, training women on how to run for office. And, and I think that's where my time is best served, especially right now.
0: So that's a passion for you is getting women into office. Correct. Um, and you do travel all over working as a consultant, and you do have connections across the country. And you landed on my campaign. Yes. <laughs> for
1: better or for
0: worse. Uh, hopefully for better. Well, yeah. it was definitely better for us because yeah. you came in and you, uh, you whipped us into shape.
1: I I started working with you I think to plan help plan a few fundraising events and uh my I'm a bit of a sucker when I when I see a potential in somebody in a campaign and a candidate um I want to fill any needs that need filling and there were there were quite a few but you had a good <laughs> a good team a good foundation and um look I had nothing to do with the the tremendous grassroots effort that uh was established months and months and months before I, I came on the ground, and that, that was something that was truly special, and I think that's what's what's carrying on. So today.
0: let's we could be blunt about it. You came in and you saw hot mass, <laughs> <Hot laughs> but wait, wait, hot mess but you saw a lot of pa- you saw a lot of energy, a lot of passion, but you didn't yeah. see the formal infrastructure um, that campaigns have. And I, in my defense, how the heck would I have got that infrastructure? Sure. I mean, you know, I, I, the people listening, when you run for office, especially at the congressional level, you are fighting for resources. Right. And the only reason mm-hmm. we got you is because it was so long in the cycle that either people, other races you were involved in were, were over or, or for whatever reason, we were able to get you late in the game. But it's not easy to get talent that can help yeah. you. And a lot of people are trying to take advantage of you.
1: Um, I I think I think it's I think it's a lot of different things, right? Um I think peep first time candidates don't know what they don't know, right? So you didn't know that everything that you experienced, I have to say, is pretty typical and I've you know, since Kathy's race I've worked on twenty three congressional campaigns. So I I can promise you that a lot of a lot of what I saw was typical, just not quite that late in the game. So it's really impressive that regardless of all of that and regardless of kind of pulling all of those pieces together last minute, you still had the largest partisan swing of any first-time state or federal candidate in the country.
0: Well, you always think there's going to be someone when you run for office. Like I started off just, you know, very pure intent. I want to do the right thing. I want to be Chris Collins. This is the right thing to do. If I go knock on enough doors and talk to enough people, we can do this, which I still believe. But I'll tell you what, it's sure a lot a heck of a lot easier if you've got someone like you on your side who's been through this many times, can see the pitfalls, can help you develop strategy that has the technical know how, and the party machine, unless you're kind of one of the blessed ones who've come up through this system, isn't going to give that to you
1: There's a lot to be said there, right um, I think I think regardless of where you are. We'll, we'll just look at the state of New York. Um, resources are limited, right? Um, resources resources are, are limited, but yes, there's a lot of personality management and navigating. And if you, you know, don't have those relationships established or you're not the pick or, or the, the district isn't a priority to some folks, then yeah, it's, you, you have to fight for resources. Um,
0: and you have to admit our district, no one thought we had a chance. Correct. They thought it was a complete giveaway, a throwaway, and therefore it was difficult to get resources. Well, things changed. We had the indictment, and people were suddenly more interested. Mm-hmm. Um, I wish we had more support from the get go. I always believed we could win. Um,
1: well, and to you know, to be honest, that that's a pretty standard thing you hear from from first time candidates as well.
0: There's um, no support. You hear that all the time. Well,
1: they always think that there's going to be more, right? And um, I think you know it's really important to put those expectations aside right and know that especially on a grassroots campaign like yours like you do, you have to build it from the ground up um, and i think you know it it all of it is pretty standard i think it's it's um you know you had members of congress coming in once they realized that that you had a chance right you were getting national support at the end there but in that district one of the reddest districts in the northeast like you yeah, know no no amount of support
0: is enough. So why didn't you... You didn't run away. You stuck <laughs> around. <laughs> and now you're still involved.
1: Yeah. So right you believe,
0: do you believe... So there's a couple things we're working on. We're working on trying to get more candidates ready to run.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I'm trying to... Pe- people... We're having that boot camp. And you're helping me put it together.
1: That's right.
0: To help people understand what it is like to run. Because mm-hmm. we want to encourage people to run. Mm-hmm. And we want people to have... You know, some of the support at least in, at least some of the know-how and knowledge available to them that's not readily available to people who have never run before.
1: Sure. You know, I'm really driven to make our region better, and I think everybody that was involved in your campaign has that same drive. Uh, I think what we're trying to do in terms of Fight Like Hell is really just support the current infrastructure, right? Um, there's some really amazing people involved in the Democratic Party throughout the district, and... Like we were just saying, there's just never enough enough to go around. Yeah, that's
0: that's the point I want to make. There are pockets of strength, and there are pockets of little—I don't even know how to say it—little, I don't know, fiefdoms, so to speak. But but in general, the leadership in these counties is um, also alone. They got to fundraise on their own. Mm-hmm. They got to fight on their own. There's no national party coming in to help them. They got to do it themselves. And so we have to, i learned the hard way that we need to make these committees stronger. Sure. And we need more people to run for office. We need to leave no seat unchallenged. We need to get people involved. And I think you and I are on the same page of doing that. And we know it's not going to be easy, but we want to get this done. We want to make the local committee stronger. Yeah, and you've
1: learned a tremendous amount. You want to pay it forward. I think people really respect that, right? I think, um, you know... Any Any time I'm working with a first time candidate or before they've started to run, rather, it's you know, you go out and support other people because down the line, you're hoping they're going to come out and support you. And you're sort of doing it the other way around. But the this grassroots movement you've sort of started uh, by accident, <laughs> they're still engaged. They're still wanting to know what they can be doing, right? They want they want somebody to to look to, to to figure out how they can you know continue to to stay engaged and hold people like Chris Collins
0: accountable. Well, I mean, part of me wants to disappear too and be like, I'm done. Oh, it's yeah. so much work.
1: Once once a year, I think about leaving politics. So,
0: but I, I, I feel like I, when I was running for office, I promised people that I would hold town halls. I mm-hmm. promised people I would hold Chris Collins accountable. Sure. I feel a duty to keep doing that to keep my promise. I mean, and I'm trying. But to your point, I mean, this is about you. I want to ask you, you're, you're very capable. Mm-hmm. You're very smart. Thank you. Um, we, meaning the ragtag crew that was my campaign, who became much better when you were around, much more professional, uh, much more confident. So why don't you run for office? Ugh. I mean, there's lots of places you, you could be, and I, you'd be great. I'm
1: already, Kathy already did this to me. That is why I'm an elected official in Irondequoit. Mm -hmm. Um, and I don't like to speak in absolutes. Maybe I would run again someday, but I, I want to, I want to help spread the wealth of knowledge first, right? I want to make sure the pipeline is packed. Um, but I don't, you know, I'm, I'm, I am very well suited for the behind the scenes
0: stuff. But you know, everybody in DC, you know, everybody around the country working in various groups and I mean, you raised 1.3 1.3 million dollars for my campaign well,
1: you did i just helped with
0: with, with, with well, well you put it together you gave us the plan so we could do it
1: right well i think that's I the mean, point we i mean i to think empower other people to do this stuff but well,
0: you're just right? not in a position where you want to run yourself
1: no i mean i think there's the right time and, and by the way
0: you're right. saying we got a following you got a following there's a lot of people <laughs> well, <laughs> according- goal, a lot of people who think who, who trust and believe in you so you wouldn't mm-hmm. run Um, not now or never? I think,
1: I think I have a a really great group of, of women in particular that I've been working with over the years. Um, I've worked with organizations like Emerge and Women Elect, um, again, to help train women and kind of give them the tools and resources they need to, to make informed decisions about running. Um, and you know, I, I think, I think that that kind of crosses over into a variety of, Parts of our lives, I think um, they would support me in anything I decide I want to do. Right? They're s- very supportive of uh, my working with you and on your campaign. Um, and I think you know those are the kinds of relationships that last th- throughout our lives. So if I decide I want to run down the line, I'm sure I would have their support. Um, but at this at this point in time, I'm I'm going to focus on the vice chair position. Hopefully, flip the county ledge in um, Monroe County this year. Help. County Clerk Adam Bellow hopefully become our the first Democrat to, to run the county in well over thirty years. Um so I've a lot of work to do for for our region in other ways.
0: So what do you care about?
1: What do I care about?
0: Yeah, what is I mean, I know what drives me. It drives me that I want people that no one thinks has a chance to have a chance in this in this country. Yeah, the under,
1: yeah I'm, a, I'm a sucker for the underdog as well. Um, I like a I like a balanced playing field, um, and I think you know in a two party system that can be very difficult because there's only so much room at the top. So even those of us that are playing on the same team, um, you know, there there's issues, right? And you always, regardless of where you are, there are, are what we perceive as camps. Um, and I, you know, something that really struck me about your campaign was the people are involved now. And I'm, I'm sure a lot of that is is to do with Trump being our, our president. But um, it's really important to me that those people stay involved, because when they go away, things get scary
0: again. I, I got to ask you this, because it's been said, and I'll, we'll end with this. For our, our campaign was not unlike other campaigns, especially first-time campaigns, as far as infrastructure and support. It's something you've seen before. Mm-hmm. But I think it's also fair to say that our campaign was unique on the positive side. Very much so. You don't,
1: um, and you know, I think I've sort of been like saying this on repeat for the last couple months. Um, I've worked on a lot of congressional campaigns. I've worked on a lot of local campaigns in Western New York, and you don't see people putting candidates faces on cupcakes and cakes and cookies uh writing songs um on the piano um it, that doesn't happen every day
0: I, I well i don't think it was about me though i think it was no, about no, we. I,
1: it's it's important to say that you emotionally connected with people in, in the region right and i think that is sort of the difference of in politics right now is people don't want a politician in a crisp suit who, again, is going to talk at them or down to them. They want somebody they can connect with as a person, right? Because you might not want to say it's all about you. And I'm not, I'm not insinuating that it is. I just think that is sort of the key to keeping these, these folks engaged is they want, they want to be involved for the right reason, not to help, you know, perpetuate a... Political lifelong political career
0: well, I have a massive amount of respect for you. I think you're uh, just a fantastic talent, and uh, I'm grateful we found you and I'm grateful you're sticking around to help us for whatever comes next and I got to say to the people out there, this woman is tough she <laughs> she can put the fear of God in you too if she wants to <laughs> yeah. You really can i mean just I mean when I mean that i'm not trying to put you down i'm trying yeah. to say. You know how to whip a team together, get people working and moving. And I, and I don't think if, uh, I don't even know, if uh, Andre the Giant came in and started pointing his finger in your chest, you wouldn't be scared of anybody. And I, I, think, I think those are some very ad, admirable, <laughs> can't get that word out, I think it's some very um, incredible attributes that are um, um, things I want to emulate. So thank, thank you. you.
1: I appreciate that. Yeah, it's um. I think you have to be, especially as a woman, you have to be a little bit on the tough side. Um, I think after 10 years of this, that'll do that to you a little bit. But also your campaign um, and the amazing team we had sort of reminded me of I can do anything, right? I know this stuff. Um, we only had a certain amount of time to pull things together. So you do kind of have to be tough and move fast and uh, make some really tough decisions. And I don't think we would have come as close as we did if it wasn't a little scary from time to time. You, should, you didn't quite say scary, but kind
0: of close, <laughs> close enough. Thank you Nicole.
1: Thank you.